how can they how can they uh, uh, be respectful of the power that they have? Yeah. How can they make an impact on the culture that is in negative? I mean, there's all these different elements that come out. Now, the more we talk about it, I'm going to actually, you know, the more, the more we talk about it, Scorsese, you're right. Comic book movies are superhero movies and things like that. They are not cinema. They are literature. And because you don't know anything <laughs> about literature, you should just shut the... I'm, I'm kidding. Welcome to Tone Deaf, a conversation podcast. And I'm with uh, the distinguished, the honorable <laughs> Richard Richard Damon Blackshire. Damon S. Richard Damon S. Blackshire, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm fantastically well. Certainly not far by, fine by far, but you could say I'm close to spectacular. Anybody know what that's, what that's a reference to? That's music. This is a movie podcast. Film, media. TV. So today, I'm not gonna take this seriously. I was taking this seriously. I know you're like, not. Right until we started recording. I know you're not. Why. I'm sorry. I know you won't. Today, which is why, it 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 is apropos that like today we are going to be talking about comic books. Comic books, specifically, as uh, they have been uh, ruined movies, shots, shot terribly. Or, Amusement park fodder, fiddle faddle is what I call it. I sense, I sense a bit of sarcasm in that, that statement. Again, I'm not taking anything seriously. I do think that we will probably touch on the the legend Scorsese and some of his conversations. But we want to dig into superhero movies. I kind of want to talk about, I guess, the history of them. Yeah. Uh, where where they where where they have developed to. Um, its impact and potentially where we see them going to. So, um, as far as superhero movies, mm. let's get this off the back. Give me your top five superhero movies. My, it doesn't matter what top five, my favorite or my your favorite top five movies? favorite. Okay. It's always top five favorite. Okay, favorite. Not not. This is doesn't mean that I think these are the greatest. No, your top five favorite. We're talking about is it as far as an impact to you? Impact for me. Movies. Uh, number five uh, is going to be Guardians of the Galaxy. Number four, Ant-Man. Number three, Infinity War. Number two. You know this doesn't have to be just MCU. Oh. That's why I'm, I'm worried. Dang, I'm worried about your about list. That. I'm worried about your list if Ant-Man is top five. But I'm not judging you, so okay, you continue. Okay, top five superhero movies of all, of all time. time. Superhero movies of all time. It could be Meteor Man. I don't care. But you Meteor know. Man is actually pretty tough. <laughs> we don't talk about Robert Townsend needs his flowers. Um, I can I'll, honestly, whenever I think about superhero movies, the only thing I, I think of when I think about like what impacts me as a person, it always goes back to Iron Man 1. And you know this about me. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the character Iron Man. Uh, in any iteration, I love Tony Stark. I love Riri Williams. Rest in peace, Tony Stark. Rest in peace. Thank you for saving us all. Yeah, you. Um, so honestly, nothing really, anything else, if it's not Iron Man, it's good, and I'll judge it accordingly. I do like, I can tell you my top five, like, weird superhero movies that probably shouldn't have been made. Uh, The Spirit is really weird. It probably shouldn't have been made, but I like 
I'll rewatch it all the time, every time. Three hundred. Uh, we consider that that is a comic. That is, is a comic. comic. You're right. Three hundred Watchmen, V for Vendetta, anything Alan Moore wrote, I love it. Um, and I guess the final one, uh, Road to Perdition, was a comic book. If you don't know, I teach, <laughs> I teach English to eighth graders, and the way I do that, and it's it's pretty cool. I work at a cool school, at a really good school, and I don't know if it's because they like my family. But they let me get a. I don't want to say they let me get away with a lot of stuff. But uh, my curriculum, I teach graphic novels. So if fun, you take my class, fun fact: I thought I thought I almost I thought I had ruined my my chances of getting a good grade in my history class. Uh, the teacher came in one day and he was really visibly visibly upset. And I mean, he's hmm. and then he goes on a rant about the movie Three Hundred, <laughs> and he goes on a rant talking about the inaccuracies yeah of the movie yes. and then finally i ha i had to raise my hand because you know me i I'm, I'm a troll and i can't let i can't let stuff like that slide and i'm like um excuse me mr i don't even remember what his name was and i was like but you're you're aware that 300 is based off of a comic book right yeah. like it's not supposed to 100 percent. now there are some historical things that is based off of but this is not this is a comic book movie, <laughs> and this is where I think okay, and I think, but I don't think he knew that it was a comic movie that the that the idea of the three hundred Spartans is a right. is a comic, and and I think that's where people mess up with comic book movies. You're, and there's multiple ways of doing it. I mean, okay, I guess if we're still going, just doing my top five, Scott Pilgrim's in there. Yeah, um, that's a good movie. You no no, you don't get to say Scott Pilgrim's a good movie. Cause I showed you Scott. It's, it's a good and I'm maybe it's a good movie. You no, introduced me to the movie. It's a good me. movie. I, ooh. Scott Pilgrim saves the world. Is that what it's called? Yes, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Versus the world. Yeah. When that movie came out on DVD, we went to your mom's house. DVD. Yes, this is how long ago it was. Yeah, when movies I came out. I bought the DVD. When people bought DVDs. We were at your mom's house in San Bernardino. It was you, me, your cousin, Aaron. I think it was New Year's. It might have been New Year's and I was Eve. Like guys. This is the best movie. You guys have to watch it with me. I don't know about the best movie. It was a good movie, though. It, the movie is fantastic. It was a good movie. <laughs> anyway. I'll give you that. It was a good movie. Anyway. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say anymore. So you said that's your fifth? That might be my second, actually. Iron Man, Scott Pilgrim, Watchmen. I don't like Zack Snyder, but Watchmen is good. It's 300 there? Oh, you know what? Didn't Zack do 300? He did. He did 300. Okay, I'm going to change it. Iron Man 1, Scott Pilgrim, Dark Knight, 300, and then... I was wondering if we were going to get a, a Batman in there. Yeah, of course we got to get a Batman. I want to get either, I either want to give another Batman or Iron Man 3, because Iron Man 3 is the best Christmas movie that the MCU has ever made. So, I don't know. I got four. That's, I'll just leave it at four. What's yours? Superman 2. This is in no order. Okay. Superman 2. Christopher Reeves, the goat. Yeah, rest in peace. Even though I'm, I'm a fan of of Henry, 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 Henry. Is it Cavill? Henry Cavill? Cavill, Civil Cavill. Henry Cavill. I'm a, I'm Cavill? a fan. Cavill? I'm a fan of him. I guess coming after Henry that, Cavill? whoever that dude was that did Superman Returns. Let's just pretend. You don't like Brandon Roth? I throw that into the same book as that that other Hulk movie. Well, have that... you seen? Have you watched Legends of Tomorrow? Have you watched any of the Arrowverse stuff? Yes. And you don't like Brandon Roth? Yeah. I really like him. I really like. I like. I like him. I like him for that. 
Okay. Keep going. Keep going. Um, so Superman, but Superman two, uh, Blade two. Mm. Yeah, Blade two. Even though I think Blade one was the was the thing that set the precedent, I just I just favor the second movie more. Um, Wesley Snipes, the God. Mm. Uh, Tax God. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta throw Black Panther in there just for just for just for impact and Rest just just the whole thing. Yeah. Um, Dark Knight, and then I have to put uh, The Incredibles. Oh, superhero. Yeah. Okay. 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 My bad. Uh, man, interesting. It's interesting that I just I put Incredibles and I think I think that that movie really deserves the music is fantastic it is and and it tackles the metaphors it, it tackles it tackles all the issues it's almost as if it's a spoof but it's not because it tackles all the issues of being a superhero yeah and his idea that you're doing what you believe is a great good to the people who who you are servicing but what happens and we see this in almost every superhero movie there's epic battles but they don't really ever show us they 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 hint on it in the in the man of steel mm-hmm. especially in the batman versus superman. batman versus superman they hint on it with iron man's entire arc and just uh, the idea especially in the spider-man first spider-man movie they with, do it uh, they do it with that too what's his name tom holland oh the first one spider-man tom holland spider-man oh yeah. yeah yeah okay yeah but yeah just the idea that that there is a it's like yeah, we saved millions of people, but like thousands died in the in the process. Right, and then it's just like this idea of, and if it's not people, because you know, Incredibles doesn't really talk about people dying, but a, a lot of what they talk about is like damages and right. things like that. And do Who's we really do we really want you to be these people who can just operate any way that they want? And you even see Batman, you know, um, mm-hmm. who, the greatest Batman. The greatest, the greatest Batman actor of, of all time, Sir Ben Affleck. The greatest Batman. He's the great. He's the best Batman. But he talks about that. This idea that here is his super powerful guy, mm-hmm. and he's he's operating in a way that's unchecked. And what happens if they decide they want to right do different? Who can which, control them? Which so is I ironic. like how there's this kid. There's this kid movie. Yeah. This eh. Disney. This Disney movie. Yeah. And they're talking about these really deep ideas about the the, literally it's uncle ben with great power comes great responsibility and how do you deal with this and then it talks about identity how do you live in a world where you have these things that you're proud of but the people are telling you that you shouldn't be proud of them and it's a whole bunch of levels and things and whatever but um yeah richard 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 is blocking the you know because we're not doing product placement i can't afford to pay these people well, what but, I can say about this product, though, is that I'm loving it. <laughs> oh, you mean you didn't get to have it your way? No. See, whenever I get something to drink, I always got to make sure it uh, makes me feel like singing. Ba-da, ba-ba-ba. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Okay, so one thing, one thing. Okay, actually, no. Yep, yep, yep. This is a good. This is a good way to go. Okay. I'm gonna start by talking about the men, but this is gonna be a big thing when it when we come to the the female superhero characters. 
Which, you look at the very you look you look at the very early. I'm don't get me. You're not getting me canceled. That what are you which, talking uh, about? You heard? I say podcast. I'm, I'm you the get, podcast king. When <laughs> when you look at the old old superhero movies, you go back to like the early 1900s, especially like Superman. 1930, it was, yeah. Yeah, it was like some. It was some guy that wasn't really very muscular. Nope. He was like well, he was he was day. 1930s built. Yeah. And Family Guy actually has a <laughs> thing about him. Yeah, like this. Bully. Come on. And it <laughs> just on. seems like he's just sucking in his stomach and puffing out his chest, but he doesn't really have much muscle definition. Right. And he's just he's a big guy, but you know. But then you start to see as we get into like the 60s, this idea that even though nothing about Superman's character has to do with his actual physique, mm-hmm. but it has everything to do with his chemical makeup and how that interacts with the sun. Mm-hmm. But we got to this point where now we're going to build these macho looking characters where yeah. now they've got six packs, eight packs, and they've got the the pectorals and they've got the shoulders and they've got all of these and now we're st- we were starting to see the character these characters as a physical specimen. Yes, to where it's a plot point. Yes, I think about He Man, all of these guys, right? Where they're just like these really bulky, right, right, muscular, right. like wrestlers almost. This is basically what inspired the the right. look the look of wrestlers. And and the flip too, um, wrestlers inspired the look of heroes. So what happens? When we talk about physique, and when we talk about physique uh, of characters, superhero characters in film and in media and TV, um, what happens is the 80s. You have these kids um, who are now uh, these baby boomers who were raised by these, you know, people who fought in World War II and these people who were... The people who fought in World War II didn't were not muscular. So, you know, the people who are writing these comic books, uh, and writing these these well, TV they, shows. They might have been muscular, but the, the style of the day was such right, where yeah, you yeah. wouldn't well, you know, you wouldn't see the uh, idea wasn't to wear a, a muscle shirt and you know even though no, they were they wore some no, skimpy stuff back then too. They did. I was about to say, like you just know, looking at some, some... <laughs> I say when I look at my unit when I look, look at my unit, God. When I look at my uh the unit I teach about World War II through comics, um, again, that depiction is not, There's a, those aren't buff dudes. But what happens is, like, these are, those dudes from who got back from World War II, they raised these kids, and they raised those kids in a very, very hard way. So those kids grew up in the 60s and 70s were like, yo, I don't like this. And they ended up drawing what they imagined they, their fathers could be, or what they could be. So that's why we have He-Man, and He-Man has the most yeah. ridiculous pecs on pecs. And then that even bleeds into wrestling, right? Uh, that's the reason why Hulk Hogan is literally Hollywood Hulk Hogan was the very first time we saw a guy look like that. Uh, compare Hulk Hogan and Ric Flair in his time, right? So we have this idea of this superhero persona um, that feeds into what masculinity is, what being a male looks like. And then that's why we literally in the 90s, if you ever see Google Captain America in the Captain America comics in the 90s, and it's gross. He doesn't look like, he doesn't look like Chris Evans. He does not look like Chris <laughs> Evans. He has Captain America in the 90s has a G cup. And that's that's all I got to say. So I know a lot of this has to do with and I'm, I'm this, this is what I've been doing on my phone. I haven't been ignoring you. But yeah, in 64, okay. there was a there was the obscene indecent and profane 
Yes. Act. Which is what made them cover up Wonder Woman. Yes. Yes. And there was a point in which this was reversed, I think. Mm-hmm. This is where we get the comics code of authority. Yes. Where you Damn. had because the funny thing did is, I say I'm smart? Like, how do I be knowing this stuff? So man? the funny thing is, when you think of <laughs> you think of a character, a, a perfect character to to view with this code would be Wonder Woman. Well, I was gonna say, well, we could talk about Wonder Woman, but I was gonna say the Joker, because the Joker, the Joker before this was yeah. a was an awful guy. Yes, they had to tone Joker down. Like a he lot. was an awful. I think he, I think he like beat Robin to death, and in, in one point. He was, it, it was that, just... That didn't happen until like the 80s. Right? Was it? Yeah. Maybe that's after they flipped it. So what happens, the first iteration the first iteration of Joker we see, Joker is literally just a criminal, but it's not even that he's deranged. He's just the worst of humanity. Uh, and it's, we, this well, don't is, they have him like he got created by getting, he was in like a vat of... It depends. That's and the there's thing about a bunch Joker. Of, it depends see, there's not, That's the funny thing is there's not a lot of origin stuff about the joker it's just he the joker we get introduced to him as already being the guy like he i think in 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 one in one comic he was like he worked for a mob guy and then ended up rising through the ranks but he was already a bad guy there was no talk of how he became that's a bad guy right and exactly that's the thing about the joker's origin which is makes which is what makes joker such a great character because not even the joker believes his own origins um Alan Moore has a comic book called The Killing Joke. Yeah, I was uh, going to talk about that. Yeah, yeah. Alan Moore, who wrote uh, Watchmen, V for Vendetta, uh, the the League of Extraordinary League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, the Killing Joke is, by all intents and purposes, what we consider this is the Joker origin story. What's well, part of what what influenced um, Heath, Ledger. Heath Ledger's Heath Ledger's yeah. character, and he emphasized that in that I think he tells three different stories about how he got his mm-hmm. his uh, scars. Yep. You know, and this idea that either he doesn't know his own story or yeah. he's so deranged that and he's always teetering on insanity or exactly competence. And it's like, and in we that don't, book, you know. Joker is adamant to, to Batman because the whole point of the killing joke is, uh, which is I mean, we'll, we'll tie this back into movies. But the whole point of killing joke is Joker is trying to push Jim Gordon to the point of insanity so that Jim Gordon could become a joker well that's the thing and i think he he is of all of all of the he all of the uh villains he seems to have the greatest sense of he's he's the most self-aware yes he has in this idea the that sense of hubris and the yeah. funny thing is is again he he talks about it it's like i know i can't win a straight up fight with batman i right. know i can't do that but what right. i can do is I can start a series of fires all around him, right, and keep him occupied, right, and then that way now I can keep, you know, I can keep doing what I'm doing because if it's just me versus him, he's gonna beat the crap out of me. Which, but what if, what if I, what if I start to try to turn the guys closest to him, or I go against the guys who he loves, and, or I do these things that makes his job harder right. and makes my job more fun? Which is why I don't like the movie The Joker. Because we got to say on top. We'll get back to that. No, we got to say on top. No, no, no. We'll get back to that. Okay. Whoa, because I wanted to go somewhere. But where we'll, going, where you going with this? we'll get back to that. Where are you going with this? Because I still wanted to go back to how we got the types of characters that we got today, just right, overall. Right, right. Uh, and I wanted to. That's. We're going to. Yeah, we'll come back to the um, the mental makeup of a lot of these heroes and villains. But I want to talk more about the, the physical and how, you know, we built these characters and who. 
they were made to look like. And you look at all of the all of the cartoons that we used to watch as kids, mm-hmm. uh, the comics, the you know, and they were of these really, 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 really manly men, manly yeah. men. Again. These guys that are super built. And the flip side of that is you got these hypersexualized women. Women. Right. And this idea that here, here is the man. Do you here here, here is the ideal man and woman. The you, ideal okay. man has a has a okay. speedo yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. he's got like pecs on tops of pecs on tops of on top of and the ideal woman has a skimpy bikini, yes, and uh, 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 she doesn't have abs and all that stuff, but she has a small waist, mm-hmm. wide hips. Um, Do you know about the uh, golden uh, era, yeah. like <laughs> DC? Okay, DC golden era comic books. Can we should we blame DC for this? Is it DC's fault? It is DC's fault. <laughs> DC golden era comic books are what launches that. There's a show called Doom Patrol right now, and I, I oh my god, I, I, we can talk about it later. But Doom Patrol is probably the greatest comic book show, like period of all time i've seen a lot of the comic book shows i almost didn't watch doom patrol anyway but you have these people who are depicted as like uh you know the barnum and bailey things like you can't if you if you're a kid and you live in like you know montana there's no way you're gonna go see barnum and bailey unless they come to your town so dc comics presented these acrobats uh, and presented these uh, these muscular men. There's a, there's a guy, I can't remember his name right now, but his superpower is if he flexes a muscle, um, he can bend, he can change dimensions. So I flex a muscle, I can bring ice cream and put it in your hand right now. And it's that's hey, there, golden era. That's like we can 50s, have a whole, we can have a whole uh, we can have a whole episode that's just based on yeah the variety of superpowers and what they I <laughs> what I they are. pride myself oh, man. Me and you know you know my homeboy Jason. We pride ourselves on knowing the most obscure superpowers. Some of them are really crazy. Some of them are the my favorite. I can't remember his name, but my favorite is there's a guy whose superpower he might be a he might be a mutant. So this is like X Men character. His superpower is he can teleport to escape from danger. However, when he teleports, as soon as he lands anywhere else, it's going to be a, a destruction level event. Nice. Right. <laughs> So I got to escape this danger, but the place I, I teleport to, right. I'm going to destroy a lot of lives. Right. <laughs> I like Big what, isn't it Big Bertha. Big Bertha. Yes. Where uh, she's a, a small, slender woman. That is, she, yeah, she's a model. And she turns into like a 600 pound wrestler. She's like the blob. <laughs> um, and she's black. And that's the dopest wait, part. Wait, was she, was she black? Is she black before? She's always been black. Oh, okay. Right. So she turns into a large big Bertha. Matter of fact, fun fact: I used to name that was the first name of my camera. That's funny. When I so some of the very early shots, like the the file names, yeah, it says Big Bertha on it because I had named I had named my camera Big Bertha. That's funny. But yeah, so uh, going back to it though, have you ever read? uh, Not read or seen? Have you seen the movie about the guy who um, created Wonder Woman? No. So here's the story about. About how Wonder Woman was created. It's like think, a documentary or something. No, uh, it's a, like a it's like a movie. It's a biopic. I oh, think, okay. I think it's Ewan McGregor who's the star. Anyway, long story short, the guy who created Wonder, Wonder Woman um, was a professor at some like super like super really good college in America, um, and his wife taught there too. I think this is like the 30s or 40s. Um, and then the guy starts 
an affair with his like a student. So his wife is very intelligent. His wife is very like um, put together, pristine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy, the girl who he starts an affair with is um, uh, like promiscuous, free spirited, also intelligent because she's at that same school. Um, and in the movie, they all end up having like this one relationship together. So they all become, so the wife starts dating the same girl. They're all dating this, they're all, this a three, it's a poly, polyamorous relationship, right? That guy is inspired by the fact that like, wow, he has a good, I have a good thing with two women. How come I just can't have this good thing with one woman? This one, this woman that looks fantastically great. Looks fantastically but great. But can beat the crap out of anybody. Exactly. Be intelligent, witty, and then, again, beat the crap out of everybody. Be a warrior. Um, so he makes Wonder Woman. So when we talk about... So a... So a, 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 a promiscuous... A promiscuous Promiscuous right. relationship was the birth, was the birth about, of... Uh... Yes, when we're talking about why does Wonder Woman look this way? Why is this depiction of the DC Trinity? The DC Trinity is Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. Yes. Why is it that we have Superman, who is a refugee, escaped from, but is the, also the, the best of what a man can be? And Bruce Wayne, who is the, the best of what capitalism can be. Mm-hmm. And you have Wonder Woman, who is... What is Wonder Woman? The best of what a woman could be, but from a man's perspective. Yes. That's wild as hell. Well, I mean, come on, it's America. Everything it is, is America. Everything is from everything a white is man's everything is from a white <laughs> I was say, come on. Come on. Duh. Come on. I well, mean, what do you what do you do? <laughs> I just think I just think we need to acknowledge that. So when we see uh when we see I think the last time No, I'm not even gonna front. I, I cry during superhero movies now. It's probably because I have a son. I realized this with Coco when Coco came out. I'm not gonna lie. At the no. end, when the grandma when the grandma started to sing, I almost lost. You know Coco, when Coco when Moana me, when Moana was yo, on the bro when she said when Moana when she was that about part, to give up and, did the, and her grandmother came yeah. back as the stingray. Yeah, that got me. And basically talked her back. You know that got me. What is it with Disney and grandmas? I don't know, man. I don't know, but they it definitely got me. It but got so, me. but so it's funny. So now you juxtapose that to what we're seeing now. Even with DC, they've still kind of managed some of those sexual undertones because you've got Gal Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, who is. I have a thing. We're not even going to get. We're not I even going to get into that. Nope, I'll say it <laughs> on camera. I have a thing for women from for women from Israel. Gal Gadot, Natalie Portman. Well, here's the thing. So you can com- compare Please. compare her no, to More? the superheroes that are women in the MCU, right? And almost none of them. Are right. sexualized except for maybe black, kind of like Gamora. Black Widow, black Widow, black Widow will be the only one, but Black she's also not the strongest, so she kind of needs that. <sighs> if you think about who the strong, the strongest, the strongest women superheroes, right? None of them are sexualized. No, you don't see but Red Scarlet. You don't see Scarlet Witch sexualized. But that's the thing about the MC, about not just the MCU, but Marvel Comics. Stan Lee did a really good job of making sure that we know. The whole point of Marvel is yeah. that your these heroes, they have a flaw about them. But yes. We're going to make them the most powerful for, with this flaw that you'll see. DC has the opposite problem. DC is always sought to be. Um, we're going to show the. We're going to show the most powerful beings. And this has always been. The stuff. This is this has always been, why I've always favored 
Marvel to right because we talk about the relatability of superheroes right and like with a lot of Marvel characters these are people who either experienced certain accidents or underwent certain tragedies or different things here or there that other than the mutants who were born the way they were born but even that that's still a flaw. but even but even there yeah exactly it's mm-hmm. it's seen as a mutation like a right. thing that you that and some of them don't even like their mutation right. because not all of them are cool so it's like this idea that spike yeah, there's a lot of them that's yeah. like yo this is not this is not very advantageous for my normal life as a human being to have these certain things right whereas you compare it to a billionaire like Bruce Wayne or some alien like Superman who has no weaknesses. And he has even, one weakness. And even, yeah, well, but uh, the weakness literally is like he brought the weakness. Yeah. Uh, and it, but it's like even, even when he is killed, apparently when you kill Superman, you have to also kill Superman at the molecular molecular level. If you don't, because of the power of the sun, he'll just self-regenerate. Right. So he's really, 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 really great. So his powers are always. It's always, like you said, smaller powers compared to you look at these. And it, it could also be the way that they they wrote the stories, too. They also wrote the stories to make these characters and that's seem the, more yeah, relatable. That's the thing about DC, and which is why DC didn't understand for the longest time how to make a good movie. They can make a good Superman movie because Superman is a popular character. Yeah, They can make a good Batman, Batman. movie, but, but that's because Tim Burton... DC didn't do that. W Warner Brothers didn't do that. Tim Burton is who said this is how you can translate this to the screen. Um, and every Batman is in some way loosely based off of off Tim what, they, what they saw on the screen. Yeah, exactly. Literally, Tim Burton sets the precedence. Even this new one coming out, I haven't even seen the trailer, but it's like, oh, there's Tim Burton all over this. Yeah. Um, I mean, just the idea of this dark character that's right. Tim Burton, you know? <laughs> exactly. Because when you look at the Batman comics, that's not... That's- that's not it's not that i mean the original comics yeah. is, it's not that dark it's a, again it's a guy who's a billionaire and is see that's a, a detective see that's a funny thing about superman i mean not superman batman batman right. our influence of batman has been heavily changed based off of how he's been um depicted on on tv and film right because the funny thing is when i think of batman i immediately go back to the batman cartoons yeah and uh, the you know series. the animated series which was and a then, dark you know, series so I, i'm looking at those characters and then the way that he was done on movies and then that's kind of the thing right. but if you notice on the flip every other every other character except for recently the way they did wonder woman i actually enjoyed that i wasn't as big of a fan of aquaman of aquaman but like with most of their characters they don't really do a good job of showing like they don't make big splashes we didn't get a big splash with green lantern we didn't get it i enjoyed the flash tv show i watched it up to a a few seasons but i think maybe that's a better way to do it and that's the thing about dc DC arrow arrow didn't land like that arrow was great i know i no, i i I thought it was i thought it was good but its impact wasn't great gotham the impact of the show didn't really hit like that you know gotham is terrible don't ever don't ever mention God. But but then you drop you drop Iron Man and Iron Man was like a craze. Right. But because... I think and I think another thing is and I'm sorry, yeah, but no I think a big thing about it's, it's specifically the movies mm-hmm. is I think they were literally A plus when it came to their casting. Yes. And there is almost other than the Hulk 
Yeah. And I'm st- I was still actually more of a fan of um um Eric Bana? No. Oh, no. Edward Norton. Don't ever mention you know, Eric. There's only one Hulk. You know, yeah, we're, yeah, we're, there's yeah, only yeah. one Hulk. Don't movie. ever, yeah. If you ever, Eric, yeah. <laughs> me and Antonio have a thing where we know that there's only Apparently, one Hulk movie. Apparently, allegedly, allegedly, there was a Hulk movie that Not came out allegedly. in the early 2000s. I've never heard of it. With, with Eric Bana, but I don't know. I don't know of which, I don't of even what know movie. Who Eric Bana is. I don't know of what movie, you know. You mean it was directed by the dude that did. Uh, the gay cowboy movie? I have no recollection. That you, that you probably have I have no out. recollection of the events in question. Anyway. So I know not of it, but I loved uh Edward Norton. I loved I, I loved, loved that movie. I, I loved, loved movie. how he to me he captured very well the struggle of a person like like the Hulk. Yeah. Now I'm not I'm not against who they who they moved to because again, you know Mark Ruffalo. The Hulk that we love, it's it's when he's green. But for the most part yeah. I can't I honestly can't think of any character of the superheroes. Now there's some villains that I would love to have been recast, but I can't think of even when we talk about Spider-Man, every three all three of the Spider-Mans to me, they were all great. Like I can't think of any any Marvel characters where it's like they cast this guy or this there's woman. And I was like, I don't like this person, or this person can have done it way better. I, I like. There's a lot of when it was Tobey Maguire. Tobey Maguire was Spider Man. Yeah, there's a lot of contention among the old nerds right now, the nerds who are like now pushing thirty and above, um, about how we now perceive Wolverine. Um, well, because wasn't he small? Wolverine is yeah. Wolverine's supposed to be like five foot. He's like five. Yeah, he's like he's, he's five, really small. He's five even. Were you? You might have been the one that sh- I don't know if you shared it or my brother shared it. I shared but there's it. There's a yeah. there's a there's like him in every comic book. There's a thread. Com- there's a thread on Twitter that was going on a couple of days. He's ago. He's really small. Well, because yeah. he's a Wolverine. Wolverine. He is exactly. He is the Wolverine. So again, but that go that goes to the that goes to the physical stature exactly, of superheroes exactly. and what they and they made them to be exactly because doesn't Cause he Danny because si- Wolverine looks like Danny DeVito. In the comics, what? yes, yeah. And I wonder what would what would those X Men movies look like if they stuck with a cast? Not the same. No, because because Hugh Grant, Hugh Grant, Hugh, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman, Hugh Jackman carried the X Men movies and his every single X Men movie, his brawly, phys- right physique and all right. of that is what made him right. What made him great? Wasn't there a point? I forget which one of the movies where like. He sits on a motorcycle, and that's kind of like their way to show how heavy he was, because he sits on it, and it like right the, the whole motorcycle just <sighs> when he when he gets on it. So right. he's this massive guy in the movies compared to in the comics. If you, I think there was one where he was next to Captain America, and he was like at Captain America's chest. Yes, Wolverine, <laughs> which is again and again like this is what this is where Hollywood messes us up. Because comics are about inclusion. Comics are about I should be able to see who I am right now. Hollywood shows us this is who you this Hollywood shows this is who you want to be. Exactly. And and Hollywood is playing a different game than directors and writers are playing two different games. There's yes. there's a thing that you can get away with. Tarantino is probably the one guy that's getting close to like getting away with the literary tricks that he does, especially like with writing movies that are not um, chronological. Mm-hmm. And I, he even said this, he was like, why, why is it that a novelist can write a 
a book that doesn't follow chronological order, but a, but a, a movie maker can't, you know. Right. So there's this idea of there's this for one, it, it makes I would say from a from a from a technical standpoint, it's hard to shoot. It's hard to shoot a scene when you've got a superhero that's that's much smaller than everyone else. Yeah. So it just it visually doesn't look good. There's also there's also like you said this idea yes. of like you you're watching a movie and when I consider you watching a movie you're sitting back looking up at this massive screen and there's this idea that ho- Hollywood has always tried to make things larger than life. Right. And the way that it interprets written text has always been in a way that suits the screen more than a way that I mean obviously the best ones are the ones that are able to still maintain the the goals of the writer mm-hmm. but they also have to they also have to suit the medium well and I'm just thinking which yes 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 it might have it might have opened up a dialogue about inclusion with shorter men and I'm sorry I don't I don't know what that's like yeah I don't know what it's like either no you know but <laughs> I don't know I don't people. I don't know <laughs> this is a funny <laughs> conversation but but again that like but, but that, so but, that's a good that's a good that's a good but that's what I'm saying like what okay oh it's just the GoPro what does that mean battery died maybe here it gives me all right but um I think I think that's a good I think that's a good book into this that part of the to this part but yeah it's just interesting to see where we've gone I think this is like really hot. Yeah. To see where we've gone from um, a from a visual standpoint of the way that these characters are portrayed mm-hmm. and where we're going now. And I think I think a I think to an extent we're you honestly when you think I, yeah, now that I think about it, you, you, you gotta have it. They still gave it to us. They gave it to us with Scarlet Witch. Not Scarlet Witch, with Black Widow. Yeah. They gave it to us with Black Widow. Here is this very attractive woman. Yeah, and you know she's also like a spy, and she does these things. And they, they, they gave it, they gave it to us with Thor, and you give us this yep. very muscular Chris. You know, here's the eye candy yeah. for those of you who want that. But they also gave us Iron Man, Iron this Man, this guy with almost no physique. Iron Man is a forty year old white guy, and that's what he, that's what you see. You see a so you, so guy. you see that because even, even when you, uh, if you think about his DC counterpart, you're like Batman. Yeah, other than the way that he was depicted in the Dark Knight trilogy. He's always been this big brawly guy. Like when you look at like the animated series, when he's when he's when he stands next to Superman, right? They're the same size, right? Like that. And then you look at the way that that uh for Ben Affleck, Ben Affleck's I was character, say, Michael Keaton though. See Michael, so those didn't. Michael Keaton did it, didn't. Um, and was Michael with, Keaton seen as eye candy back in the nineties? I, I don't know. Eighty nine. I, I wouldn't know. be able to tell. <laughs> Maybe I wouldn't be able to tell you, but I don't know. Is Christian Bale seen as eye candy? I think yeah. See, this is why I don't like the Dark Knight trilogy, because Dark Knight trilogy does not give a good balance of Batman and Bruce Wayne. That's why. That's why. I, see, to me, that's a that's a, again. We keep talking about these things that are whole other discussions. Yep. As far as that's why when when I say Ben Affleck, I'm I let me let me be let me be more clear. I think he's the best Bruce Wayne. Thank you. Thank because you. he 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 perfectly. Thank you. He perfectly captured this is what, what, what it's what it's like to be this guy who has all the money who has yeah. all these things but yet really he's lonely yep and he's 
terribly paranoid. Yep. Because he's been he's I mean, could you imagine and you're living old, in an old Bruce Wayne at that? You're living in this city where all you're doing are fighting the mentally ill. Yep. And you're and you've it, seen, it's physically is, taxing, but it's also mentally taxing because you and you've seen great characters fall. And we know that this is a exactly because this is the Bruce Wayne who's lost Robin, lost a Robin in so, one way or another. We don't know if this is we don't know if this is Dick Grayson and that Robin yeah. has now become Nightwing or we don't know if this is a Robin. We, we didn't really we get to see that Tim fleshed Drake. out because they they butchered this whole Justice League thing. And I'm Which sorry. Which is wild. Are we going to talk about the? Are we taking a break? I would rather not. I would rather not talk about. Are we taking a break? No. Oh, okay. We can keep going. We're almost done. Oh, bro. Kind of. I don't know. We, we didn't really talk about it. Do we talk about a lot? Do we talk about what we, what we wanted to talk about? No, but I'm about to make the segue and we can get there. But, okay, so I did want to mention, I, I, I wanted to talk about. Scorsese? The, the, we're going to, I think I want to close that. But I think I did want to talk about, you know, give a brief, and this will probably just be part one of superheroes. And we'll just I was going to say, two. we're just going to have to. <laughs> but, but I like, but I, but I did want to talk about the, just kind of a loose history of the evolution of the superhero and what it's become and i think right and and you know yeah this is gonna be like six parts because then there has to be a whole part where we, we can gotta... talk about we could talk about an idea of how the superhero movie might have hurt hollywood but i think we at one point have to really come in what it is to... that marvel has done because what they did over the over a 10 10, 10 11 to what yeah. a, a span years was nothing short of amazing. The fact that there were what? 20 22 well, 21 22 movies. It's wild that this whole thing starts off with a movie we're banking on this movie to work. We're banking on this movie to work between three studios. Paramount um where was the Captain America movie? That was Paramount too. But there was another one. Well, there was Sony. Hulk cuz Sony was, was Spider-Man. Yes, Sony was Sony, Sony was Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Uh but you had multi these studios Hulk, that... I think Hulk was um Columbia. Universal. Universal, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, we're banking on yes, you're right. We're banking on these movies to work between multiple studios uh over a period of time. We we know that this is going to be a four-year thing. Yeah. This is all banking on the very 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 first movie to be to star to be directed by an unknown director to star uh, Robert Downey Jr., who at the time he was going through it, he he yeah. had he, he had was sauntered his reputation. He in was going, yeah, he was going. You know through a movie it. he did right before Iron Man one? Iron Man one. It might 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 not have been like right before, but you know, a movie like was the last one thing he did before he did Iron Man. He was the villain in the Shaggy Dog. That is the movie uh, with Tim Allen, where Tim yeah. Allen is a father or like some lawyer or something like that, who somehow gets turned into a dog. That was what Robert Downey Jr. was doing right before Iron Man One, and and they Kevin Feige took a bet. And the wild thing is this: in uh, were, were they Ultimate, were they Disney yet? No, was Marvel? Did they they no, hadn't brought them yet? This okay. wasn't even a thought. Uh, the wild thing is that in the comic book Avengers Ultimate, which came out maybe like two thousand five, two thousand six, uh, they depicted Robert Downey Jr. in there, and this is. This is pretty much MCU is loosely based off of Avengers Ultimate. Yeah. Um, and Robert Downey Jr. in the actual character saying, "Yeah, like I'm, I'm glad I'll definitely play Captain America." Yeah. And it's wild. 
I mean, that's, that's but yeah, we got we got to come back to that because just yeah. the just the to synchronize that many movies with with different different uh production companies, different different directors. I mean, literally, you could have a guy like uh, I can't ever say his last name uh, for uh, he did Ragnarok. T- oh, Tahi- t- 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 I forget his. I I'm Taiki. sorry. Taiki, that's just why. Yeah, I'm sorry. Taiki, I really I I'm bad at names. But you look at it. Yeah. So you look at you look at Thor Ragnarok, which yep. has a unique look. Yeah, which is his because he also did Guardians, right? No, he who, also who did, did Guardians. That was um, I see his face. That was James Gunn. Yes, who's doing? Yes, because there was all that. School, there was all of that. School. All that hoopla about him being fired, but then they brought him back or yeah. something. Because, anyways, but again, okay. So you take that. You take James Gunn. Uh, um, you, you so you take those. Um, yeah, uh, you take yeah, you, Ryan Coogler. And I was going to get to that. You yeah. So you have these kind of, and I'm just take those three movies where you had three you take, different uh, directors. You take, the women, you, take, you take that woman director. That's for No, sure. I'm kidding. That was a, there was a, a woman who, who directed uh, Captain Marvel, but with a male co-director. See how they do, see how they do the, hey, so I just found out we're talking about comics so I can squeeze this in. Yeah. So apparently Finn in the third installment yeah. of the Star Wars was supposed to lead an uprise of stormtroopers. I remember reading about that before the before the movie came out. Wanna know why? You see how they do you see how they do Which what you know what the wild thing is? You know what the wild thing is? So yeah, because don't get me wrong, because this person who who runs a company about let's just say the company is called Naughty Cyborg. I don't know. That's somebody who I really aspire to be. He's a director. He's a writer. He's a musician. But it's just so ironic to me that every single thing that I see this guy do, his black characters end up being nerfed in some way, even to the point where he's producing a show with uh, one of our favorite directors, Jordan Peele. And we were just talking about the show. I like it because it's about classical literature and horror and and Journey Small. Yeah, shout, yeah. Out, shout out to Love, Love <laughs> Journey Journey Small. It stars. Shout out to Courtney B. Vance. That's one of my favorite actors. Yeah, yeah. Journey, I'm mad. I'm really. I was really mad. I'm sorry. Never mind. No, yeah, People yeah. may not anyway, have seen it. So Journey Smollett stars in the show, and it's just ironic to me that every single thing that this guy touches, from Star Wars to Star the other one that I can't because I don't want you guys to know who I'm talking about. Um, why does he not treat black characters great? Zoe Saldana was in Star Other Thing. And I'm, I'm not a trackie and I'm sorry, so I can't really speak much to the uh but I'm, I'm it's just, just I just but I only say that because now I I had I had some I had I had some issues with Captain Marvel is because I think they tried to I think they tried to push some things too overtly and instead of a natural thing. We should talk about that. I think there's a there's that's a whole different conversation. Why did Captain Marvel why does the appeal the the defense of feminism work in Wonder Woman, but it does not work in Captain Marvel. Because I think I think the thing about Wonder Woman is I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. I think Wonder Woman just has a more appealing story, and to me, this the story of Captain Marvel to me was not very interesting. Like she would have been mm. to me. She's one of the characters I think that they. Like she's too powerful. This goes back to why kind DC of, movies. This is why kind of this is, goes back to why 
how do you make a good superhero move a good superman movie nowadays see and that's the, and maybe that's a problem she's not flawed she's, enough she's it's, too it's, powerful it's difficult to make a movie about a character that's not flawed or that doesn't have very many flaws so no. it's like yeah she's perfect so yeah, Even like she's comic, like she's perfect. The only... She's like literally probably the strong, which is a fun, which is a which is an interesting nod because if you look at the, yeah. in, in the the MCU Endgame. as they made it, oh, yeah. probably if you want to talk about the top five strongest characters, all women, two or three of them are. I would say at least three of them are women. Characters or ju- characters? If you just want to say characters, all of them are women. Hella, Captain Marvel, uh. Scarlet Witch, like the thing is, well, you saw Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch was working Thanos, and that man had to. That man had to yell. Thing, that man had to yell, "Rain fire!" Otherwise, he's about to get worked. The craziest <laughs> thing is, we haven't even seen the little bit of what Scarlet Witch can do. We didn't on see. Screen. I, I think we we got the we got the tip we got the tip of it in 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 um Infinity Wars. Yep. Uh, and we got parts of. I think I think they had to balance a lot they because do. we we didn't really get to see we didn't get to see the peak of a lot of characters no, we didn't see you didn't we see the, we didn't see peak hulk we didn't see peak we hulk. didn't see peak thor you know what the crazy things we didn't see peak mantis we didn't see peak uh going back to women characters you didn't see peak shuri you haven't we have but we seen, still might see that we might maybe we'll see where they go we haven't seen peak ant-man like but i think that's because they had to they had to push Tony Stark and Captain America to the forefront because I think they knew that it was it for them. Right. So they had Contracts. to get them, you know. But but sip like so for the thing about Captain Marvel, I just felt like she just wasn't an interesting character. And then yeah. they 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 then overlaid it with nineties uh, nostalgia. Kind of. And I there hate, was just there I was just that. a there was just and and maybe she's just not as good an actor either. No, hell no. Don't you ever say that. And that could be a part of it. You know what it? the crazy thing is? Have you seen, uh, I can't remember the name of the movie, but Brie Larson and Samuel L. Jackson, they made a movie like a year or two before they did uh, Captain Marvel. That movie is great. It's about. She's also in, I just saw it. She's, she's in, in a, she's in Just Just Cause. The just one cause. with, um, the one with Jamie Foxx and Michael B. Jordan, where Michael B. Jordan's a lawyer. Yeah, nah, I'm kind of avoiding she's in like that. movies like that. It's right not now. bad. It's not bad. Just mercy. Just mercy. That's what it is. But um. But yeah. So I mean, I, I. But to me, so maybe maybe I lied when I talked about all of the casting. She would probably be the one where. Uh, I liked her. Uh, it just was not a good. It wasn't well written. And and that's what I'm saying. So I don't want to. I don't want to. You know. I like. There's Brie a Larson. lot to that, and I, I like think. I think she's she's one of the characters that I don't think needed her own movie. That I would say too, or at least they could have waited to give us her movie. The thing about Captain Marvel, truth be told, if they want to do Captain Marvel right, which I think they're doing now, they should have did it with Miss Marvel, who is Kamala Khan. Yeah. Um, who is pretty much uh, I don't want to I don't want to say it like this, but she, one top one of the top intellect in MCU. She's runs with, for those who know, which is cool because we see Miles Morales in Into the Spider Verse now um we see all these other things um, and reportedly they're gonna have miles in the next i know it might be the kid from black and then they might have the uh they might have toby and andrew garfield well the thing is as jimmy, multiverse characters jimmy fox is confirmed to be electro again like that's because sony i think cause sony Cause sony I, knows sony see, is see, sitting on a see, bag with the spider okay let me let me spider-Man. do my quick rant rant away when it's when it's come to the mcu there has been this 
fantastic ability to put aside differences. Yes. We're trying to put together something that the people will love. So the the, the fact that we have three different Spider-Mans is not the fault of anyone. It's just the way that that character and the right to that character bounced around. He just happened to be made three different times. But why can't you? I mean, I, I compare I compare him. And this is the problem with a movie like a movie like Batman mm-hmm. is when a movie when a new movie comes out. All we're doing is we're bringing in our, our old back, our old um, our, uh, our baggage. It's the same thing with Superman. We're bringing right. in our baggage. There's the old movies we've seen of him. Mm-hmm. There's the animated series, series and things that we've seen of him. Mm-hmm. And all of these things factor into whether or not we think this guy. And now we have another Batman that's about to be here. So this is like Batman number six on the screen. And it four, five or six, something like that. And it's yeah, like... And so now we're having to, and each each director is not really building off the last one. What they're doing is creating their own version of Batman. Yes. Only I think that they I I think that they did a good job with Superman, and there is the moment, and I'm not sure if this is very is if this is confirmed, when Henry's character is trying to destroy the Earth machine or the the world machine. Where they're mm-hmm. trying to make the world inhabitable for yeah the whatever the thing yeah I don't like. and there's a point in which the just the the g force of whatever's coming out is hitting on his face and his face is kind of like rippling because of because of the effect and there's a point when a few frames where his face looks like Christopher Reeve's face yes and but I think the thing about Superman is there's only one way you can do Superman you can't really do him too many different ways uh it depends on the studio it's hard now, but it's still where, well, hard let's, let's go back to what i think you're trying to say well, wait really fast really fast really fast i'll get there it's just when you looked at the way at at the way that they have done batman it's made it to where people like like the first thing we did when we when i mentioned batman i mentioned uh uh ben affleck and then you mentioned um which one did you say my you mentioned michael keaton you know whereas when we're talking about Spider-Man, it's like, how about we create a world where we can celebrate all of these guys? That's what I wanted to get to. Spider-Man. I was actually just having this conversation with a couple friends. Spider-Man is the only comic book character where you can do a multiverse and do it right. Because that's, that's canon for him. If you're a Spider-Man fan, you you expect, and you know that there's multiple versions of Spider-Man. They even say it in into the Spider-Verse. Where um, Miles asks, like, "How many Spider people are there?" And, and and Spider-Man Peter Parker says, "Well, wait till you get to Comic Con," and that's amazing. I, it's and again, that's what's so beautiful about the character. I have we we have we both have young sons. Yeah. Um, and it was beautiful taking my son to see Into the Spider Verse, and watching Miles Morales and him saying, "That's me. I can be that." And then me and him looking at me and saying, you're Peter Parker. And I'm like, yeah, like, that's me. And then the numerous other spider people, Spider-Punk uh, is one of my favorite iterations. You got Peter from 19 or 1692. You got, or whatever it's called. You have all these different versions of Spider-Man. Why can't that happen on screen? We're, we've already seen with movies like uh guardians of the galaxy the fans will give you what the fans will pay for it and it's good and and shout out to the mcu for listening to the fans yes 
listening to the fans and then and also not, saying and to not, a point because 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 we again going back to the guy because Star Wars Star because yeah because Star <laughs> Wars listen to, listen to the fans right and they butchered those no, movies Star Wars listens to the fan exactly they listen to them old them old nerds the old racist white that nerds. showed that showed up in 1972 or whenever that was to watch the, people, the first Star the nerds, Wars the nerds and they who, had to appease them exactly and that's what I'm talking about Sony can give us a good spider-verse and i've been i've been waiting for it i thought we were going to get that with andrew garfield i thought we were going to get that and see a sinister six with the andrew garfield stuff we didn't but i think if they i think sony is going back and saying yo like let's just make a comic book movie and this is what i'm this goes back to doom patrol we are finally getting to a place in media for or for comics, this hasn't happened before. Where they're going to give us money, and I say us like I like I do it, but the fans—they're giving the fans money for. Yo, Doom Patrol is probably the weirdest comic book ever. One of the characters in this in this universe, or the that happens in the Doom Patrol universe, is a street. No, there's nothing else to that. A street, and you know what? They showed it on. A show, and never in my life would I ever think that a character like Danny the Street would be on a show, not just as a like, uh, now you know that this character is this. No, like, no, this is a major plot point. And we, we finally have that. Like, and it's beautiful because, like I said, this is, and this is why I love comics. And now I'm going to get, this is where we like do like the sentimental, like piano stuff. This is why I love comic books and comic book movies because, again, where else can I see a skinny black kid who is hood adjacent and uh, intelligent and cares about stuff? I see that in Miles Morales. I see that in the Death Lock. I see that in, you know, man, so many other characters. War Machine. You see that in so many different ways. Now Riri Williams. Now Luna from Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. There's so many different versions of this happening. That is Richard Blackshear's way of saying, screw you, Martin, Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Who are you to say what real cinema is? For real. I but really quick, even, okay. really quick, I want to touch on that. I do. I, I, um, Scorsese, is, he's on my Mount Rushmore. I think he's fantastic. I, I absolutely love what he does. And I, 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 res I, respect, I respect his opinion. He has the right to have his opinion but what i what i think that he discounts or i don't know he just comes off as the hey you kids get off my lawn type that's what it comes off oh, as a cloud. instead of look at look at what look at where we've got to me that's the way i see it i mean obviously there we can have we can have a whole conversation about how special effects have negatively impacted um cinema and oh, how sure. different tricks and all these things that people do that that cause them to forget and miss out on story yeah. and you know but i think with with what and i'll just stick specifically to marvel i just think what what they were able to do to me captured the the idea of the movie theater and i talked about this in a mm -hmm. couple episodes it's this idea where like, if we want to go to Broadway, if me and Richard Blackshire right now want to go to Broadway, we're going to have to shell a few a few hundred bucks. Oh, uh, yeah. And that's if we want to go sit at the top that's level. Exactly. If we want to be in front of the stage, we're paying four or five hundred bucks. 
We gotta if we gotta have the, a suit. For the premier and, experience of a Broadway theater production. Yeah, right now we're looking at eight hundred bucks minimum. But right now, well, no, not right now because everything's COVID. closed. But like right now, me and him could go to a movie theater and spend twelve, thirteen dollars for a matinee movie and 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 actually get to and enjoy it and get to watch something, watch something that we used to read about. And now we could see those things that sparked our imagination. We get to actually see it on screen, which to me is the beauty of what we're seeing here is all because when you're looking at graphic novels, Mm -hmm. all you can do, I mean, they give you slides in which you can kind of see a progression of action. And it's up to you based off of that and the its use of onomatopoeia and text and all these things to you know pow and wham and whap and all these things you know you get to you have to imagine the action and then we saw a man get into a metal suit and fly around and we actually got to see it to where now it wasn't just it wasn't on a page anymore now I was on a big screen and we got to go to a place where we got to enjoy that. So no, maybe it's not as thought provoking as Taxi Driver. Oh, he did Taxi Driver. But to I like Taxi Driver. But not every movie has to be tax Listen, now, listen. Wait, listen. Can we talk about Joker? Really quick. Okay. Really quick and we will close with Joker. I know okay. my, he's you know so and that'll Joker. be it cuz we'll debate Joker. I think I think what happens is nostalgia when it comes to a lot of the arts yes. and I would say specifically film and music. Yes. Nostalgia plays a big part of how we judge things. So we'll say it's a lot of bad movies made today. There's a lot of bad music out today. Back in the seventies, it was all great. I guarantee you, if I went back to the seventies, I would find some bad music because, because, Oh, hell yeah. But what happens is like everything, what the 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 cream rises to the top mm-hmm. we forget about the bad stuff and all we remember are the lasting things right and then we say you know we think oh wow the the, the 90s had no bad music it's just no, no 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 we just happen to remember the good things more that's just what we do as people we tend to remember good more than we do bad the attempt is not to, and especially if it was bad if it was bad we never even gave it much thought anyway so why would we ever remember a bad song that's a good that's a really good point so to me it's the same thing with movies it's like there have always been there's always been the idea of telling a story now what that story is who that story relates to that's to me that's the beauty of cinema is that you have the idea to tell a story that way this lady over here she could tell a story this way this kid over here, he could tell a story one way. Mm. This guy over here, he could, and they can all tell whatever type of story they want to tell, and it'll all premiere on this screen, and we all get to sit back and watch it, and we get to say whether or not it's good. We get to say I don't like it, or we get to say you know what I loved it, because every movie don't have to be every, for every person. So if you don't like it, now to me, because is... if you if you don't if you don't like the way that a person shot a movie or a person, then right. then judge it as that. Then just say, you know what? I don't think this. I didn't like the cinematography well. I didn't think it was written well. I don't think it was whatever, whatever. But to say that it's not cinema because it's not the type of movie that you would make or the type of movies that that. And again, we had to think about. And I'm sorry. I know you're bubbling. No, you're, I know you're bubbling. I am. But to me, cinema, <laughs> cinema. It, you know, it's a lot like basketball. Basketball has evolved. Yeah. As it's supposed to. Yes. 
So guys aren't just dribbling like this anymore. So we could we could go back and we can knock those guys and say, well, those guys weren't good. Well, those guys were dealing with all they had. Right. There was no precedent for them. So to them, they were great. And then guys saw that and then they added to it and they added to it and they added to it. And to me, film is the same way. Those guys had limitations and they did things based off of those limitations. And then guys saw those and then said, what can I do that's better than that? And how can I add on to that? And then so film, just like because there was a point when filmmakers used to think that audio in film was a bad thing. Right. So if we really want to talk about what cinema is, you having actors that are actually giving dialogue, that's not that's not cinema. Right. So this whole idea that you get to tell me that is your definition, you know, and uh, respectfully, I would just have to disagree Michael with, the, Ch- with the great Martin Scorsese. Michael Che has in in rant. Michael Che has a quote from the Dave Chappelle, what's it called? Induction into the Mark Twain Award or whatever it's called. And he yeah. says, um, most comedians nowadays have the privilege of growing up watching a Dave Chappelle. And that is what Scorsese has. And and Spielberg has made comments too regarding Netflix. And I think that's kind of the thing that where I'm kind of taken aback. Because it's like, yo, Spielberg, you made Jaws. And I remember being in a class uh, when I was doing screenwriting. Um, and a professor was like, yeah, when Jaws came out, people thought Jaws ruined cinema. Yeah, it was, how many times it, have it, we heard that? It right? was the blockbuster. It was a blockbuster. This, this idea that, hey, now people are going to start making movies that get people to come come to the theater. Right. And that's – and it's incredible because movies are so – oh, God, maybe we do need to just do yes, this. Yes, this is a whole other one. <laughs> okay, don't go there because I know where you want to go. I know where I want to go. But let's just do this before, before we close. Can I say – Before we close, okay. I know we're going to go there. We're going to go there. I'm going to segue you in. I thought – Joker? I thought the Joker was was a fantastic film. The Joker, what Taxi perfect, Driver, perfect example. Taxi no, Driver, no, no, no. Is a great here's movie. how here's yes. how here's how we kill here's how we kill the Scorsese argument because you know Scorsese was an executive producer for Joker. I believe he was. No, no way. I believe he was. I, I believe he. It, I believe he was only a, because I believe he was a, uh, he was attached it's, to it. It's, it's and we know driver. and we know that we know that it was a Taxi Driver. Yes. It was an ode to Taxi Driver. Yes. But here's the thing. That movie only works because of superhero movies. Yes. You can only tell the story of Joker. Because this is what, yes, because this is what comic book movies are. Because, exactly, the world has already been established. Exactly. So all you have to do is talk about this one guy. And here's what people don't understand about comics. And I I feel like 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 an advocate or an apostle for comic books because this is really what people don't understand. You don't when you pick up a comic book right now. You and me, we go to the comic book store. Yeah. We go to. I live in Loma Linda. If if I take Antonio to my comic book store, shout out, a, you, shout out a shop called Quest. We've gone there. Last time I went, I bought I bought some comics. Yes, there. If I go to my comic book store right now, I'm gonna give Antonio a X Men comic without context. Antonio doesn't need to know who the character who he. Antonio already knows the X-Men character. I know enough. You know enough. Even if you've never watched any of the X-Men movies, right. you've seen enough to understand the general idea of superheroes because and that, will therefore be able to that's adjust. That's all it is. D- and this is why I love... Now, this goes back to DC. We're gonna, DC Comics have done some of the most creative things in the last seven years. Yeah. One of my favorite things is one of the weirdest things. Um, it's called Milk Wars. And they say, okay, what if we took all these characters you know? You already know Batman. You know Superman. You know Wonder Woman. You know the Justice League. 
we're going to put them in a universe where milk is money. And they literally have wars over milk. That is weird as hell. It will never be on the screen. But what if studios thought like that? What if studios had more foresight to say, we already have this Joker character. We've already seen Heath Ledger is arguably the greatest Joker of all time. He and cement, it's going, he cemented, he cemented, he cemented, yeah, he cemented he the cemented. role. He made it iconic in the same way that Michael Keaton made Batman uh, iconic in the same way that Christopher Reeve and uh, Christopher, Christopher West? Adam West. Adam West. And Adam West did Batman, right? Superman. Su- Superman. Adam West, Batman. Well, Adam West is Batman, but yeah, Christopher, Christopher Reeve Superman. Superman yeah. Right? So now, now that we have the staple of what Joker is, why don't we do more with this? No one has to be Joaquin Phoenix did, and I don't like I don't like Joaquin Phoenix, but Joaquin Phoenix did not have to be a better Joker than Heath Ledger. He just had to tell his. He just had he to, had tell to do version. his version. But and you that's can where only... Jared, Jared Leto messes up. Jared Leto exactly. is trying to be he seemed like better he was tr- than Heath Ledger. He was trying to do his version of Heath Ledger instead exactly. of instead of hey, let me interpret what Todd Phillips is trying to do here, and I'm going to create that. But again, right. all of this only works if because you, you already know about Gotham. Yeah. So those movies that are just even, that are just amusement show, parks, right? You were able to build a, 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 a an Academy it, nominated movie that was based off of that, and which you is could, why, yeah, because I, I, I disagree. Superhero movies are not amusement parks. It's not. If I go to well, when things are closed, but you go to Disneyland. Disneyland says this is where the fun is. This is how we have fun presented for you. Comic book movies, superhero movies in general, and I'm going to just say comic book movies because, again, like Road to Perdition, like Watchmen, like V for Vendetta. Comic book movies say, okay, this, the amusement park is the world. The yeah. amusement park is you got popcorn. The amusement park is you're going to sit down for a little bit. I mean, the theater is an attraction. Right. You know. Right, exactly. Comic book movies are saying, no, this is camp. We're going to tell you a story. It might be a scary story. It might be a story that you'll laugh at. It might be a story with fart jokes. Either way, you are away from your home. You're away from your environment right now. And I'm going to tell you a story in a way you've never heard of before. It's, it, comic books are the things of fairy tales. Yes. This idea of being able to talk about these mythic characters, these characters plagued with certain, you know, it's to me, it is it is our modern day mythology. It is. This idea that there are all the, you go back to Greek mythology. Oh my think, God. Thank there you. are all Thank these characters. There we, are all these characters that are flawed and they've all got these issues that they deal with, but they have their I'm strengths. Sitting, I'm sitting like this you know. now, so you know I'm in teacher mode. <laughs> when we when we look at Greek literature, when we study Homer yes. and we study um, you, uh, the Iliad and things like that, Homer, when he would tell stories about the Greek mythology and things like that uh, to people... They already knew these. They yeah. were worshiping Zeus. They were worshiping Apollo. They were wary of, you know, woodland fairies and things like that. All Homer did was say, you already know about these things. Let me just tell you this version of how this thing happened or how yeah. that thing happened. Is that, was that, I said gospel, uh, Hercules reference. Is that the gospel truth of what those stories are? Probably back in the day, probably not. But what Homer did was say, this is how we will present it to you for now on so that way you have it and it's the same thing with again comic book movies and tv shows there's the boys right now 
uh, on Amazon. Probably one of the great, another great um, superhero show. And the boys shows this this dichotomy of okay, we already know Superman is yeah. the ultimate good and is the American good guy. So it's based off a comic called The Boys. Why don't we have this character called Homelander who is this twisted version of Superman? And you've also seen this twisted version of Superman in um, the other James Gunn movie that just came out about the little boy who oh. is the evil alien kid. Uh, uh, Bloodborne? No. Bright, Brightborn. Brightburn. Brightburn, Brightburn, yeah. Right. So again, you have the ability to use this medium of comics and cinema together. Blend those things together. And it's beautiful. It's just stories. It's just stories. I mean, we put on the fluff and you add the CG and you do all this stuff. But in the end, they're just stories. In the end, if, again, talking about Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, like I said, is probably the, one of the greatest shows I've watched right now. And um, Cyborg from Justice League is one of the, not the the character, not the actual actor. But Cyborg is one of those characters that's in the show. And they already, saw, they drop it all the time. You know, can you introduce me to Superman? Blah, 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 blah. But the show Doom Patrol is not about these epic adventures. It's not about fighting a bad guy every week. They spend like five episodes literally dealing with the trauma of being a having superpowers. Yep. The trauma of Cyborg being more metal than machine. The the trauma of um one character who who it can't is like Elastigirl. Actually, her name is Elastigirl. Yeah. She can't control her stretchiness. Which the trauma which, of that? Which what we we would categorize those things as Greek tragedies. Yes, these exactly. I, these ideas is, is but these we, these I, these ideas of these characters who have a great power, but alongside that great power is a tremendous burden, and them having to balance the idea of how can they how can they stay true to what they are, how can they how can they uh, uh, be respectful of the power that they have. Yeah. How can they make an impact on the culture that is in negative? I mean, there's all these different elements that come out now. The more we talk about it, I'm gonna actually. You know, what, the, the more the more we talk about it, Scorsese, you're right. Comic book movies are superhero movies and things like that. They are not cinema. They are literature. And because you don't know anything <laughs> about literature, you should just shut the. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. Are you covering up? Covering up the? There you go. There we go. But all right. I mean, yeah. As you can see, we can go on. We can go on forever. This is gonna be a we. This is fine because we're just doing play dates with uh, the the boys, so that helps. True. True. So, so uh, Richard, tell them, tell them, tell the people what you have going on. Oh yeah, this is why I do this stuff. <laughs> so you can just make make a shameless a, plugs. Yeah, sorry. I made an out. I made an EP in the summer called Apocalypse Now, which is literature. So uh, I'm kidding. It's not literature. It's it is. Um, please stream it and stuff. Uh, I'm also be going to be working uh, pretty soon with some other stuff. And you and me are supposed to be doing something next year. Probably. No, definitely. Definitely. Yeah. Oh, you know what I'm doing though? I'm putting out. Um, I'm releasing. I'm re-releasing the old stuff. Like six, like six songs in the movie. Yeah. And um, the soundtrack. Do you still have the movie? I remember the soundtrack. No, it might still be on. It might still be on YouTube. I might link it here if I can find it. All right. 
on YouTube. It's the first short film I ever did. Yeah, we're gonna re-release it. It wasn't very good, but no, it was but it was all. fun. It was, it was a first. It, it was, was a, a first, learning experience. It was the first thing I ever shot. That so, was a very, you know. that, I think that was the first script I wrote in its completion. But th there, but there were still some some great moments from that that I would love to like. The the shot at the lights at LACMA. That was tight. The I like you know yes. there were some great moments I like out the of the Culver you know. City at night stuff. Yeah, we shot that. We shot that hella gorilla. Like we didn't even know what gorilla meant, and we were shooting gorilla. I think that that's funny. I didn't. I don't. I didn't have as many res fears or reservations then as I do now. Right. In the, I think the funny thing we should we definitely need to just do another. I'm gonna just give you like hella content. Yeah, we're gonna do like this is gonna be like five episodes. Gonna, yeah. This is part 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 one. Um. We'll talk about it. God. All right. So we're just, we're just scheduling another day. Sure. All right. Let's do that. Um. Have your people call my people, and we'll do lunch. Actually, I'm I'm looking for an intern, so if anybody um, needs college credit, it's, it's here. I can I can do that for you. Anybody need college credit? Hey, talk to that guy, please. He's been Richard. I've been Antonio. We're out. Oh, I've never gotten to the end of these things. Is that how it ends? Yes. I dream, and the ink of rusted iron chains age 400 years, give or take a lifetime of colonization. Through the butt cracks of pants sagging, prison orange fashion. Pants sagging, orange fashion. Term, Jerry curled, conchaline, fried diet.